This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Jason Powell's Pro Wrestling Boom Podcast, a production of ProWrestling.net. Get ready for the latest news, analysis, and interviews featuring big names from the world of pro wrestling. Here comes the boom! Thank you, Paul Allen, radio voice of the Minnesota Vikings. Check out his show weekdays at KFAN.com. We're coming to you earlier than usual this week because this is the second part of the Bruce Mitchell episode. Remember, if you don't like political talk or you can't handle if someone expresses a viewpoint that doesn't mesh with your own, this is not the episode for you. Congratulations, everybody. No complaints. I've been impressed. I thought uh, we'd ruffle somebody's feathers unintentionally, but uh, so far people have just kind of followed the guidelines. And uh, with that part out of the way, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, then I encourage you to check that out before you listen to today's second part, as we're going to be kind of picking up abruptly where we left off. Before we get to Bruce, this is the last time you're going to hear me talk about the ProWrestling.net membership spring sale. No, we won't be moving right into a summer sale. In fact, this spring sale is the first membership sale we've had since last summer. We don't do these often, so I advise you to jump on this special price of just 50 cents for one month of ad-free access. In the process, you'll be unlocking all of our audio content and helping out a small business along the way. The members are listening to the NXT TakeOver Audio Review, co-hosted by John Moore and I from Sunday night. They are also listening to the .NET Weekly Audio Show that Jake Barnett and I co-hosted last Thursday with a very similar approach that uh, we took with this uh, couple of episodes with Bruce Mitchell when it comes to, we're just uh, speaking freely, we're not going to bite our tongues, deal with it or don't. Uh, the members also hear my audio reviews of Raw, Impact Wrestling, AEW Dynamite, and SmackDown. They also hear John Moore's audio reviews of the weekly NXT television show, plus Anish V's WWE 205 Live audio reviews, my Q&A audio show on Mondays. You can visit the main page at ProWrestling.net, and you should find the 50-cent sale listing right there in our main news listing. And just jump on this one while you can, because again, this is the last time you'll hear me talk about it on the boom. Many thanks to the new members who have signed up, and I certainly hope that we will earn your business going forward. Hey, maybe membership's not for you for whatever reason. You can still help us out. Listen closely during the break to find out how, and once we return, we'll dive right into the second part with Bruce Mitchell of PWTorch.com. Hey, 
Hey, gang, it takes a lot of time and effort to produce a show like this, and one way you can support ProWrestling.net is by becoming a member at PWMembership.net. However, there's also an easy and free way to do so. Think of us when you shop at Amazon by simply starting your Amazon shopping at ProWrestling.net slash Amazon. You're not charged any extra, but we receive a small and very helpful commission on what you purchase. A big thanks to everyone who has helped out so far. Remember, that's ProWrestling.net slash Amazon. So I got an advanced copy of the new Jim Ross autobiography under the black hat a while ago. I stared at my computer screen using reading glasses all day long. So when I did find time to read, I actually had to wear two pair of reading glasses at the same time. And even then, I had to read in short spurts. True story, folks. Let's just say I've been putting off an eye doctor visit. Thanks to my friends at audible.com slash wrestling, I can put off the doctor visit a little bit longer which is a good thing these days. I'm kicking myself for torturing my eyes, especially when I could have listened to Jim Ross himself read me the audiobook, just as he did when I used Audible for his first book, Slobberknocker. As a listener of the Pro Wrestling Boom podcast, you have an opportunity to listen to one of JR's audiobooks or any other audiobook free via audible.com slash wrestling or by texting wrestling to 500-500. Again, audible.com slash wrestling or text wrestling to 500-500. And it's not just pro wrestling. I just had a listener recommend The Rise of Skywalker, Expanded Edition. As a proud Star Wars nerd, I'm going to be all over this title soon. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs, news, business, and self-development. Each month, members get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access to daily news digests, as well as guided meditation programs. But wait, Audible is giving its members even more content to enjoy. While we're all at home these days, Audible members can download not just two originals, but all of the Audible original monthly selections. You can download titles and listen offline. The app is free and can be installed on all smartphones and tablets. You can listen across devices without even losing your spot. And you can even keep your credits for up to a year, and then use them to binge an entire series if you want. Hey, did you know you can already pre-order the Young Bucks autobiography, Killing the Business, from Backyards to the Big Leagues? When you do, remember, go to audible.com slash wrestling or text wrestling to 500-500. Audible.com slash wrestling or text wrestling to 500-500. But at the same time, we know they're not going away. The, the Fox News, MSNBC, CNN. So what I, I guess what I've tried like to encourage... About, I don't think it's going to change. Like, everything that, like... It would, you know, it would take it would take someone coming in with a with a an enormous amount of money to outspend the people that are that are that have these that have bought these political action committees and bought these governments and um and and bought the people in them and and pay, like and that's not going to happen. The whole idea is to have the power, like you know, the whole idea is to protect their own interests and keep their money and and keep it away and. So, yeah, I, I, you know, I mean, I just I know what I do is like I try to find I try to find somebody. Who, but then am I trying to find somebody who's consistently doing a good job that I get it? Or am I doing what I think we all want to do, which is go to find somebody who already is um, is is like backing up my backing up my biases. I think that's the issue right there. That, that's what I've been encouraging people, you know, these news networks, 
no matter which side you lean on, no matter which side you normally, you know, it, it makes, let's say you normally watch CNN, turn the channel once in a while. Get the other perspective so that you can, and, and yes, it's going to be propaganda in some cases on both sides, but learn what the other side is saying. Educate yourself. Don't just assume that everything you're being given is, is 100% gospel because Lord knows it's not. I, I just think there, people need to be a little more open-minded and just kind of get a better feel for what the other side is saying. So again, you can choose for yourself. You're not just nodding along with somebody who's telling you what you what you want to hear. Right. And, and yeah, and, you know, I, I, I will like, it, it, part of it is I'm a diner guy. I don't cook very much. So it's like I go to the diner and um, sometimes I'm in the diner where the, where the people in there are, are Fox News viewers and they're watching it. And like there is something to like knowing what the thinking is or seeing some of that. And it doesn't I don't think I've been convinced about anything, but at least I know where that's coming. And then there's there's stuff on both sides to me that some of it's phonier than others. There's some of them that, you know, um, like Rachel Maddow's really smart. Um, there's compromises that she makes that I don't like, but it's like, and there's, there's somewhere, you know, there's some on the Fox news side where sometimes I'm like, okay, they're like kind of thinking it through, but I also like, but I also see it's like, both sides is like it's entertainment. It's right. like you've got to have that part. You know what it reminds me of? If you and I know you've heard me do this. It's like if you ever hear me talk about Duke basketball and um, versus the Tar Heels versus mm-hmm. Carolina, I can explain very logically why Mike Shashevsky is the greatest coach of all time of any sport, and that um, everything that Duke does is right. And everything that um, the Tar Heels do is wrong. I can do it with a straight face. (laughs) And it's my job as a Duke fan. And I learned how to do it because I was surrounded by Carolina fans who, when they were a lot better, then they had Dean Smith and we didn't have anybody. We had Bucky, um, my neighbor, Bucky Waters. I mean, it was like, and, and we're losing. It was like, I learned how to like do that kind of thing, but that's sports. And at the end of the day in sports, as much as like it upsets me to this day if Carolina beats Duke in basketball or football, but after it's over with, I'm not rooting for the players to like, you know, get hit by trucks. I'd just assume like the players go get their degrees and go be successful and, and like they were part of something. And um and I'll be okay. You know, it's like and I'll and I'll go like talk I'll go, you know, I know like fair's fair. So if Duke loses, I got to go get, have shit talk to me <laughs> by Carolina fans. And, but on the other hand, when my turn comes, I'm going to get it. But it's, but I also know it's malarkey in, in certain ways. Yeah. You know, and, and, but what I see in politics is people doing it like that. And then also the political stuff is the process of who's going to win. And what they should say to what the polls say they should say to win and where they are in the polls. And to me, that's like watching sports. You know, this is what the Viking, the Vikings should strengthen their defense and throw the ball down the field more. And that's where a lot of the political stories are. And it's like, no, go or um, or um, here's here's one side of how we should um address the coronavirus and here's another side it's like no 
not everything has two sides. It's like some things have, um, some things can be backed up a lot stronger than uh, some opinions can be backed up a lot stronger than other opinions. Like, and, you, and, and sometimes you see in the news now, you see we're going to be even handed and give you both sides. And one side's just full of it. Like one side has no validity. The other side is pretty much the way, you know, the, what any rational, logical person would think, and it doesn't have anything to do with, um, you know, a, a lot of what happened with with George Floyd was, um, to me, it wasn't political. It was right and wrong. You know, that was a right and wrong issue. It's not a political issue. There's politics involved around it, but sometimes there are things that are just, um, have nothing to do with your philosophy of government shouldn't, you know, and then it, it does, it, it's just something to root for. It's like conservatives were, there shouldn't be a lot of government. There should, government should leave you alone. And now it's, um, you know, now if the states don't fix everything, the federal government, we're going to send in the troops. And that's the most conservative. Like, that's not a conservative in the way that, in the way that it was defined. Like, none, you know, you know none of that. And um, or um, you know, or this, you know, this idea that um, this idea that in some places in this country that you know you're free to like gather to gather together. We've never had anything like this pandemic, but it, it, there should be a consensus on what sign on what the best thing that the the biggest most qualified scientists think we should do, and then we should do it. And I even look at wrestling, and like you asked Triple H yesterday on his conference call about the testing, and he gave this answer. But Triple H isn't a do- like Triple H isn't a doctor. He's a he's um, you know, he manages and runs a wrestling company, and and performs for it. It's like, and they don't like now. Like you don't even see the the people that are ignoring this. They're not even sending out doctors to like explain medically why this is okay, why this is right. He's out there going, well the um, well the tests aren't as reliable. That's why we're not testing as much. Well, that means you don't know whether people have it or not, and you're gathering them gather together, doesn't it? But you know he's not an expert. Like where's the where's the Where's the corporation? Where's WWE with all their money hiring um, doctors or experts to go out there and at least give their side, you know, at least like give some justification for their side? ProWrestling.net is the place to go for news and analysis, live television and major event reviews, opinion pieces, and so much more. If you want to keep up on the very latest in professional wrestling, then search no further than ProWrestling.net. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And believe it or not, um, believe it or not, Jason, I'm not um, down on WWE very much for cutting... um, for cutting talent because this is, this is how I see, you know, and, and not, and not keeping people aboard on their contracts, getting rid of people. Um, when the, when the virus hit, they had a lot of people under contract to keep them away from other companies so that other companies couldn't um, grow. Now, is that, um, is that illegal? Is that an illegal practice? It sure seemed, it always has seemed to me to be one that wrestling has always faced about um, monop- monopolistic practices and, and and been in trouble with the government for. It. But then nobody's in trouble with the government about anything like this anymore. Um, and but I but I'm also like um, wrestlers have not stood up for themselves and gotten together to get better contracts that protect them from from something like this happening. And the world changed. The the other companies, they're not jobs um, in other companies and, and the potential for other companies to grow with the right talent that WWE can take that talent and keep them away from. So they don't need to keep talent away from them. So they can just let this, they can let these guys go. And they have the contracts because wrestlers have not, um, have not unionized. They've not stood up for themselves. They, um, They've um, let the idea that like the passion to be at WrestleMania um, and walk down that aisle be more important than um, you know they get paid less than ten percent of the gross. Where um, you know the NFL gets fifty percent. I talk about this all the time. Fifty yeah. percent of the gross. You know, so it's like they need to be stronger about that. And then if there's not a reason for um, WWE to bear the expense of having those people there, and yes, it's it's really horrible that you've got nowhere else to work. There's no wrestling shows to go to, but um, that's the nature number one of business, particularly now. And that's another part of it: the um, that we all have this business thing of of it's driven by short term profit and not long term um, goals where. To ha- and I ran into this. To have experience counts can count against you, and not for you in today's society, um, and, and not not raise your value because in, because that's a long term that's a long term benefit, not a um, short term, and not necessarily a short term um, because it costs because it usually costs more. Um, so, you know. I, you know, I, as horrible as that sounds, I get it. It's like the world changed. They don't need to have, they don't need to keep wrestlers away from other companies. So if they can get out of it, they should get out of it, you know, just by um, that. And, and the wrestlers, you know, the wrestlers should take advantage of the leverage that they have to better themselves and look out for each other instead of, um, 
instead of being played so much by by all of this. And then you know, AEW does a better job, but they not, but they're still not. You know, they're still at that point of, you know, if you're a television actor on a TV show that comes on 52 times a week, you probably have insurance. You have insurance, right? You know, you have benefits, you have 401ks, you have that stuff. If you're a professional athlete, you um, have time off and you have, um, you know, and you have all these benefits and things. You have pensions and you have all this stuff because you're generating that. Wrestling is generating that type of money, but they're not getting it because no one, because they've been split off from each other by canny promoters all those years. And, and, they still and like the fact that there's leverage now and there was le- there was leverage there's leverage with being on Fox and being on live television um on USA with with if the wrestlers stood together they could get some things changed and um they have it and so um you know it, it's not a right or wrong it's a weak or strong thing and and uh, that's why that's why I've, I've been different from oh they could afford it yeah they could have they're going to make more money they're going to profit more this um you know this year than they've ever profited even though they're doing a worse job of serving fans than they ever have and um and I think in the long run I've said this too that they should be on high is that wrestling shows should be on hiatus because um because empty arena wrestling doesn't work and it, it's driving off fans ratings are getting lower and lower you know all the time and it really puts them that they ought to be able to um that the networks have a that have this programming have a um vested long-term interest in protecting wrestling as a genre so that they can when when hopefully this passes through we can have wrestling you know full arena wrestling then it'll be exciting and 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 they'll and people will be not burned out by it or not tired of it. They'll be be glad to see it again because they've had this break. And just because it's been that way forever, the last twenty five years of no break doesn't mean you can't have you can't do something different when um, time is there. And I just you know I, I just look at Drew McIntyre and some of these other wrestlers, and I look at a lot of wrestlers who are just working their asses off. Particularly for WWE, AEW serves them better as far as like the work they put in, they get more out of it. But um, but I look at Drew McIntyre and just because of life and timing, um, he's doing a great job and not benefiting from it. And that's because there's no audience there. And you know, will people go? You know, when the audience comes back, will he still? You know, and and he's got a boss that um, has the attention span of a flea. Is he still going to be in that position, or is the boss going to turn on him before that? Before the time comes, and I think it's going to be—you know—the time of getting back to normal is going to be a vaccine, and we're not there yet. Another topic for another day, for sure. But I, I, I want to kind of stick with this theme here. Jackson Riker—he uh, goes out uh, shortly after the speech that, and and the move of clearing people, uh, peaceful protesters, from a spot. With tear gas, and I will emphasize with tear gas, people could say it's not because they're watching a different news channel that's telling them it's not. The CDC says it's tear gas. It's tear gas. And that's what he did, all for a photo op. So with that in mind, minutes after this takes place, Jackson Riker goes on social media and writes, thankful for the POTUS we have. God bless America, built of freedom, 
Forgotten No More. He's had a lot of backlash from some of his peers within WWE for including the the wrestler catchphrase, the the Forgotten Sons catchphrase. He's had one, maybe even both, but at least one of his on-air partners distance themselves, and this isn't me. You know, that's uh, that's his take. Your thoughts on how WWE should handle this? Is this, hey, he you know, he can speak his opinion? Uh, I mean, if there's really people in the company who are bothered by working with him after he expressed this, I mean, is there anything the company should do, or is this just something that's going to happen in every company everywhere? If you have enough people, there's going to be people with different viewpoints. Um. A couple of things in general, and I've always thought this, that um, looking to wrestlers for your political views, <laughs> for your cultural views, for your financial views, for all, there might be some that would be good for, but it's, there's no, re, there's other, to me, that just playing the percentages, it, it's not smart. It's not something and it's also not something to go, hey, I, I love the work that so-and-so does. He's a great wrestler, but I don't agree with his politics, so he's out. I think that's that's foolish. I, I, I think, like, that's not, you know, and, and now there's, there's going too far. I can think of, um, like, one of the most interesting wrestlers I've ever read, his autobiography. You know, I'll just say it, Donnie Fargo. Um, Jackie Fargo's partner, the fabulous Fargo's, um, I'm pretty sure he was a Nazi. Like he had a ton of Nazi memorabilia. He had, and he was, you know, he was a whole other level outlaw anyway. But, um, I'm, you know, now if, if there was a major wrestler that I enjoyed their work, that was a Nazi, that would be enough to, um, change that for me. Chris Benoit killing himself and murdering his family has, you know, is, is, has more weight than him being a great wrestler to me. And so I don't, I haven't watched him have a, you know, I haven't watched one of his matches since that happened. Now, other people are going to have a choice and do it. I don't, I, I don't like when people say he should be in the Hall of Fame because, you know, right. I mean, there's like there's you can go too far. And what I'm trying to say is you can go too far. But in the general, um, I think that's just dumb to look at that. But I also like I'm looking at Drew Brees and it goes I, I've seen I've seen headlines where it goes he was forced to apologize. It's like, no, he wasn't no. forced to apologize. If they had, if if the New Orleans Saints had come to him and said, you know, you're going to be our, you were, you were going to be our starting quarterback, but if you don't apologize by the end of business today, you're going to be, we're going to fire you off the team. That's still not forcing him to apologize. That's, that's, there's a consequence that uh, there's a really rough consequence for him if he doesn't, but he's still not being forced to. You know, and and um, and so what I'm trying to say too is, when you say something in public, um, you can, um, you know, it, it can have consequences depending on, and it can have consequences, and you should think through what any kind of consequence is for what you say. And I had to, I've had to think about that um, with the wrestling job and, and the teaching job. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And, and there were times where, not so much on Twitter, but, well, I'll give you an example. I did, um, Years ago, I would go into the AM station around here, WKW, where Tony Schiavone started his career, and I started mine um, by complete coincidence, um, and and would do one do like one night a week on the sports talk show for Andy Durham um, about wrestling. We get more phone calls. It was fun. I got paid in pizza coupons if I got anything. But I <laughs> But I like doing it, and it was good publicity for the torch and all that kind of stuff. And um, and one of the things, like real early on, there was an advertisement, um, and it was there was an advertisement, it, like it sponsored um, off the wall sports call and the pro wrestling show with Bruce Mitchell. I got no money, uh, I got nothing from it, um, and it was um, the greasy black DJ voice of the guy who used to be like the, the, the top black DJ at, at 97.1, but um, he's passed away, but it was actually a white guy who worked at this radio station, but he did like the greasy, like really cool. And it was a strip club. It was lost dimension strip club because they were actually run by two independent wrestlers. And so I remember when I heard it, I was like shaking my head laughing because I like number one, it was the guy I used used to hear on the on the um, really popular black radio station, but it was also like the strip club. And I'm trying to teach school, you know. It's like, and I I was like, okay, if I get called into the principal um, because someone hears this, um, they're not paying me. I'm going to quit doing the radio show, yeah. I'm not, and I'm not going to like think about it, you know. But I'm not going to quit until they call me in. And, um, but it could have been that even me waiting for that could have, it could have like turned the principal against me. You don't want the principal to turn against you. But what happened, but it turned out they were parents that did listen to the show, including one time I was teaching kindergarten and the kid, the smart kindergarten kid come with his parents and goes, we were listening to you on the radio. And then the kid looks at me and goes, um, Mr. Mitchell said ass on the radio. And I, I had, I, because I was quoting Steve Austin and I just went, Oh God, you know, I was like, I looked at the parents and they were laughing and I, I, I went, yes, I made, you know, I did do that. And it was not <laughs> the right thing to do. And, you know, you know, sometimes with kids, you just have to like go, I did the wrong thing and confess. And that's all they're looking for. But I mean, but anyway, um, but you know, there's a consequence to two things. And, 
there were things that I wouldn't say in public or write someplace or write for the torch. Um, if, because maybe I thought it, but I'm a school teacher and it would negatively affect my career. And it wasn't like the risk or the reward. You have to figure that out. You know, it's it's like, I'm always like amazed. I guess it's just a generational thing or uh, just how I built, but it's like, you know, you see people on Facebook, like start bitching about their work. Like so-and-so screwed me at work and da 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 and you know, my, my boss is a bitch and all this kind of (laughs) stuff. And I'm like, yeah, there's been plenty of times I was upset at work and all that stuff. But the last thing I'm going to do is put it up in public on Twitter. You know, it's like, because there, because what's the risk reward? And like, where was, you know, where was his mind? Like that was, it wasn't just, it wasn't just what he said. It was when. Right, exactly. where he was in his career too. He's just started getting, um, and then you got to think about who you're working with. You know, if I, if I went, you know, if I went, Hey, you know, if I was at school and I'm on a grade level, and this this has happened to me, some of my favorite grade levels, but a grade level is, you know, the teachers you work with. So if I'm at school and um, and I'm on a grade level where it's all African American women, and I went to the, um, you know, I went to the flea market and priced all the Confederate flags looking for one to like put in my house, maybe that's not the place to talk about that. You know, maybe they're not all that thrilled about the idea. So it's like, and, and I've got to work with with them and be a teammate, and they can help me succeed or, without even me knowing it, make it hard on me. Well, it's the same thing with him. It's like, you you know, you got to know what the wrestlers you're working with, like your partner. Like, you know, when the partner's got to go, look, man, this is, that isn't me. Like, that's not good. Just common, that's not politics. That's common sense. You know, that's, that's the, um, you know, that's the thing of like, sometimes it's just not, there's no reward in saying it. There's a risk. Now, maybe you want to stand up for Donald Trump and you believe in everything that he did, but don't, um, but don't cry when you get the consequence, when the consequence comes. Does the same hold true for Sami Zayn or just anyone that sings the praises of, and I'm not even saying Sammy's necessarily done this, but pick a wrestler who has been, let's just say somebody who's been very liberal online, working for a company that we know Linda McMahon is in charge of rounding up money for Donald Trump. So, I mean, does the same thing hold true there uh, on the other side that, hey, you know, there, there's consequences for your actions. We haven't seen that. And so does WWE in some weird way deserve credit for kind of allowing both wrestlers from both sides of the political spectrum to speak their piece? I think that Sami Zayn is in a different place from Daniel Bryan. I think that Daniel and Daniel Bryan has faced some of that too. I mean, faced negative consequences because of his um, beliefs, because of his belief system. And, um, and then didn't like, it had to be for him to get where he was. It was just, people just kept pushing and pushing and they, they couldn't deny it. They couldn't, um, and they wanted the money for it. And so it's like, um, where Sami Zayn, um, you know, you can, you know, I don't, I don't know what I would do if I was a wrestler, um, in that situation. I, I hope I would have the courage of my own convictions and I try to, you know, in my life and sometimes I don't, but, um, 
but you know, Sammy Sammy Zayn is staying home because of the of COVID nineteen because he believes that's the right thing and he's to do, and 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 so. Um, he's not facing the same consequence as Roman Reigns is. Roman Reigns is more valuable to the company. And that also, um, but Roman Reigns hasn't, and also hasn't spent any political capital um, the way Sami Zayn has. Sami Zayn has got his Syrian um, charities. He's not, he didn't go to, um, you know, he didn't go to Saudi Arabia. He spoke up, he speaks up about what he, you know, about what he thinks, and it, it, it's at odds with um, with what you're talking about with Linda McMahon and WWE, mm-hmm. and and you know the one one of the things I was I really was offended by some of that. Like I've done, you know, I I've always like because it's clear to me, and like and sometimes I face my own consequences. People being mad or don't want to hear it or don't or um don't want to think about it or don't give a damn and don't want to be reminded if you don't give a damn then maybe you're something you don't want to be um including the royal rumble i made a really you know went detail by detail and made a really strong case about um how the african-american side of the royal rumble um of the company was just was just humiliated by the the aryan superman by brock lesnar and um, and that it fit a pattern of, of that time and, and and all that. So I've tried to like speak up on that. And th- th- it's a company that's that's creative management and management is not diverse and um, and is behind things and that there's um, and that, you know, you look at um, crime time and you're like and um What's his? All of a sudden, I forgot his name. Um, Shad Gaspar. Yeah, Shad Gaspar. Um, you know, and I, I checked, and I, I kind of knew this was like, um, didn't like the character, didn't like the stereotypes of that character, and um, you know, and the the kind of the entertainment shucking and jiving ceiling that's put for black wrestlers, um, and. You know, Mark Henry, Mark Henry having to call him being a self-proclaimed gorilla um, and, and all, you know, like I've I've tried to speak up when I've seen that stuff because I know what it looks like. Like I'm from the South. I know what those stereotypes are. And I know that and and, you know, I, I know about where pancakes are in the culture, you know, in, in African-American culture and I and and um, little black Sambo and all that. And and you can sit there and look at what I and argue with me and and come up with counterpoints it is an opinion but i make a real strong case and i don't want to you know and i'm not interested in just i don't want to hear it or i'm not interested in um oh boy here's bruce again it's like or i'm and i'm definitely not interested in you can't it's okay with it's okay with them it's okay with the people that are doing it so you you as a white guy have nothing to say yeah, I do. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. And I've always thought, like, it's the idea. Does the idea hold together? Um, I come from a a place, and then when I wrote about um, Little Black Sambo and The New Day, I, I, I tried to be direct about what my background is. As far as culturally and this kind of thing, and um, and and I've seen that change can incrementally come and, I, and hold hold people responsible for that kind of stuff. But I was really angry at WWE putting out some corporate statement, and then Vince McMahon, you know, you know, with all the you know with all the things with Booker T losing to Triple H in the way that he did, and just example after example, the um. You know the T-shirt that came out um, that was, um, you know, of of the big smiley teeth and all that. Um, right. You know, like all that stuff. Like there's example after example, and a lot of times we pretend that like each one of these examples is the first time it happened, but it's like there's a pattern. And then if it, you know, putting out this corporate statement, anybody feels blah blah blah, and you know that like they're not going to report to it because they've been taught, a- including. If there was ever an infuriating lesson about this, it was the example of Owen Hart not wanting to say, I'm scared of heights because he'd already turned down um, having an affair on his wife on on television under his own name. And he didn't want to turn down anything else. And, and, And he told people and no one went to management, no one that was around it who knew it. You know, f- you know, said this is wrong, or, or like this guy, you know, this guy is nervous, and this is not a good idea. And what happened happened. So, like to put out some little policy and then just go, oh, we, you know, and, and Stephanie McMahon go, oh, we stand with, you know what, I, I can go through my own work, and I didn't, I didn't do every one of them, but I, with podcasting, it's easier to like say it sometimes, but there's an enormous amount of of examples of of creative um you know of of creative racial racism that's come through of acts of it and um and there's a you know and there's a strong thing for and there's also this glass ceiling of you can't go past um it, and it's always existed. It's existed in professional wrestling and it existed in that company. And, um, you know, there, and it's going to be, you know, for any of this to change in any, any of sites, it's going to be really hard to do. And it's going to have to be more than just lip service. It has to be like, okay, this is what we're doing because of this. This is what we're going to do on the police force to make this a better situation. We're going to, you know, we're going to, um, train train in this way and we're going to 
get rid of this of, of these people with this record and we're going to give support over here or we're going to spend more money here and less money here or what or we're going to meet in the community more or, or something you know it's like you have to do real change and like you know what i saw was the black screen and um something and i'm looking at stephanie mcmahon i'm thinking she has no idea you know i i wouldn't out, I, know, I just wouldn't even run that statement on the site Huh? I, I just I saw the statement. I'm like, I'm not putting this on the site. When I'm sorry, but when Linda is doing what she's doing to get the most divisive president that we've arguably ever had reelected, I'm just like, they don't mean this. I'm sorry. There, there may be people in the company. I'm sure there are who do, but the people that are in charge of that, I, I just don't believe they actually mean this. No, and and I know anecdotally, and I know, um, you know, I know what I've seen, and I know even the, you know. You know that that anybody, any people of color, Asian, you know, even Oscar, like Oscar is is yelling in a foreign language mm-hmm. like she's a child, and we're supposed to laugh because we because the funny part is the English speaking person talking to her like they understand her because why would they do that? And 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 she's a child. It's like that, and that's you know like these old standbys of comedy from the 40s and 50s and 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 yeah there's physical comedy that that's part of this but there's always you know balances to it and then you know and then with me you know shad gaspar and and you look at the guys in new day and you look at a lot of people a, a lot of black performers like really intelligent and better than what they're given to do like it could do more and could be more effective and do that instead of instead of you got to look at somebody and in two seconds give them you know what there is and then the kind of meanness and the degradation of i look at otis and otis is a white guy if i look at otis otis's otis has got extra weight and they spend a, a lot of this angle is um telling you why you shouldn't respect this guy right. and why you really shouldn't have any any real chance to get the attract to get the good looking girl to get the attractive girl in a really mean way and they don't give you the they don't give you the um the part of for a hero where you know i, I go way back to Beverly Hillbillies or something it's like you know it, it was like they were they were dummies. They were red. They were hillbillies. They didn't know. They weren't sophisticated. But there was also a part where they portrayed some wisdom, so that you didn't like think they were fools the entire time, and then couldn't relate to them. You thought, okay, they um, they can see through some of the foolishness of city life or something. It's like, and I, I wasn't a big fan of that show, but still, it's like with Otis, it's like, why would? And he doesn't know he's being insulted. You know, he doesn't know, he's too dumb. And it's like, you know, it's like, and, and there's so much of that of, you know, the, um, you know, I know Wade got asked on, on his questions and I wrote about this a lot and talked about it a lot. It's like, what about, you know, WWE saying that they're against bullies and they give all these examples of bullies. Right. It's like that's the same thing. It's like, and they don't give you the example of who's, sta- you know, of somebody standing up for it. You know, I, and I'll say this for the Otis thing. At least she didn't turn on him. And maybe she will tonight. But it's like, <laughs> you know, at least they didn't, you know, 
they didn't they didn't but that was like the big temptation was to you know because that's what they did all the time they're like that's all a reflection of this how this man sees the world not uh, and like you said bruce pritchard and whoever else is writing for writing for them keeping him happy but you know and then and and then this is another thing is like i look at aw and there's times when they do comedy stuff and i'm laughing like i'm not against comedy like in the right place at the right time and done well it's fun and then you've got um you've got this creative department of all these writers and a lot of them aren't from professional wrestling and they write stuff that's supposed to be funny and no one laughs ever it's not funny it's not well done it's not any you know it doesn't anyway well you mentioned AEW and to close I want to kind of flip things over there so they open their show with a a video package or just kind of a I guess a graphic regarding Black Lives Matter some people have taken issue with this because I mean number one just because Shad Khan we know his politics he's donated to uh, Trump in the past he has said that he is socially liberal fiscally conservative we don't know Tony's politics. I, I do want to emphasize that. Just like I, I wasn't going to ask Paul Levesque about anything political on the conference call because he married into the family. I don't pretend to know what his personal politics are. They may very well be the same. They may not. But we know Shats. And there's now there's talk that they may hold the Republican convention. It, it's been rumored that you know Jacksonville and that stadium is on the short list of places so you have Jericho doing the All Lives Matter thing um, and irking some people with that, uh, responding to Black Lives Matter's tweets. So I guess just talk about where AEW fits in with all of this, because it's not, I mean, it, it's just, it's a complicated issue and it's not just one company's right and the other's wrong. Yeah, it, 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 it's not. It's not at all. It, it's not at all. And talking about that, um, a, a, rich people give money to both parties. They get they might give more to one and less to another. And some some and I'm talking about ultra wealthy, like you own a you own an NFL team. Um, and but generally that's how it's done. And then sometimes um, you know like Donald Trump contributed money to the Clintons, and you know ended up ha- hating Hillary with you know an right. incredible passion. And um, and and so and then sometimes they you know sometimes they very much just do one side or one thing, um, but that doesn't preclude like what they put up on their screen is not a is not a Republican versus Democrat endorsement or Democratic endorsement. It's a um, it's a va- it's an American values that. Uh, you know, shouldn't anybody, you know, talking about risk reward, there shouldn't be any like risk to it. It's just something that's there. In fact, the only thing that's a risk to me is like, you know, not, not following up and, and doing it. I thought it was, um, I, I didn't like WWE. WWE could have had something on Monday night raw. And then they had their, their stuff come out Tuesday on social media. It's like you, and all you had to do, you know, just BLM would have done it. You know, particularly now that people understand that, like, you know, the, you know, the old thing of, you know, save the dolphins doesn't mean we're going to kill all the fish in the sea <laughs> because all we care about is dolphins. You know, it's like, you know, so uh, it's just attention needs to be paid um, to, to a group that's not being paid to. And so, um, you know, 
so you know the, the WWE didn't do, and particularly, I mean, I thought it was really hypocritical because what because they they do this ridiculous song and dance, and I'm just gonna say I'm gonna say ridiculous song and dance. Here's the part where I piss people off. Um, in February, with Martin Luther King, and um, and have these because it's Black History Month, and they have you know these um, these these really um, these videos about um about you know martin luther king and i have a dream and and all this stuff and then they they try to point to role models and all that i'm like well if you believe in that and you say you do and this man who never shows it in any way that i've ever seen you know always says always has said that martin luther king is his is his hero well here's the moment in this country's history in our lifetimes um where you would follow the example of your hero and at the very least, you know, put, you know, you know, give someone in a production crew, tell them to re-edit one of those tribute videos and put it up just to show some sort of solidarity. It was like Trump, not, um, it, it wasn't as bad, but it was like Trump, not in that speech, not saying anything about, um, you know, peace, about peace and getting along with people. And, um, you know, and, and, and sympathy for victims. And so, um, well, except for victims of looting. And so um, they, you know, so that part is, is like amazing to me. But, yeah, um, they, they did, to me, AEW did the bare minimum. And I don't mean that as a criticism. I mean, like, just they did the decent thing and did it. And they don't have to... Um, you know, there's a lot of complicated issues and they didn't have to talk about, it, you know, and run your wrestling show, but also like avoid, um, and they do a good job, I think, of avoiding the stereotypes, but they've also said that they were going to be more diverse. From the beginning, they talked about Rich Fan has uh, like talked to Tony Khan in public about that. And I've, I've tried to like reach out in different ways and, and say this of the people I've seen on the independent scene, there are two that um, any wrestling company, whatever the size, should be happy and glad to have. One of them is named Darius Lockhart. And um, Darius not only um, is a good wrestler who and young who has, um, has experience in England, and he's from here, and experience around that, is... Um, has had a job in the corporate world. He's in his early twenties. Um, is really intelligent. Knows um, African American history. Knows knows these issues really strongly, and would be not only a guy to have as a wrestler in your company, but would represent your company in so many ways. Well, um, just a, a first class citizen and. I've known him since he was, I don't know, 19, but, um, you know, I, I, and, and he is one that would not, he's one that would say no to a, to an idea that degraded him, but would make him money. He's, he's one that's, that's, that's like that. Um, and he's a good wrestler and, and articulate as he can be. Um, and then, um, you know, really can, you know, outside of a show really 
talk and represent a company really well, but not lie or, or hype or anything. Um, and then um, there's another wrestler. Um, his name is Eric Royal. And he was, if you know Cameron Grimes, you've heard me talk about Cameron Grimes a lot. Um, but he was the wrestler that went an hour and a half with Cameron Grimes. He is um, African-American wrestler, African-American wrestler. He's and both these wrestlers, and this does make a difference, are dark skin um, and represent in that way, too. And um, and Eric can talk um, and he's a, he's a, I thought that he would be great in the NWA just for studios because he 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 was really entertaining as far as dealing with fans around him in a way that most wrestlers shouldn't be doing, much less do. But um has the size and has the look and has a cool distinctive look um with how he with the dashikis that he, that he wears and he's not um he's not you know an african neither one of these guys is an african american wrestler first you know or african american first they're three dimensional guys but he can um he can wrestle to the level of Cameron Grimes and Cameron Grimes hasn't shown the level that he can wrestle to yet in NXT. He's shown he's shown it step by step, and I really like liked what I've seen, um, and I'm a big fan of his anyway. But um, Eric Royal um, would fit in, you know, right into the middle. Uh, can can wrestle his ass off, has a great distinctive look, and can talk. And can and can talk in an entertaining way and in a way that like gets over the angle, but it's also funny. Besides, not the funny side first, and um, and um, has the best um, rapport with um, a hat, with a hat pin Mary of any wrestler I've seen in this generation of the of the old lady at ringside um, can really can really get a lot out of that but i'm like looking at but i'm those are two that those are two right off the top and there's like there's other candidates that um that would fit in AEW. AEW needs some more people of color i'll throw airwolf into that mix huh i'll I'll include airwolf in that mix yeah airwolf definitely but what they don't need is um they don't need tokens or they don't need, and they don't need people that don't live up to the standards of the other wrestlers. And, um, but there are wrestlers that live up to the standards that would give them things that, that would, um, improve their company and give them things to do. And also, you know, they've made that commitment and it is, and it is part of drawing in today's world is having the diversity that's in the audience be in the and it's just a business thing to be in the talent and there's a reason why um you know talking about the hypocrisy of the McMahon family they don't say donald trump ever no not anymore never they never say it and you know um you know and there's linda out there raising you know major fundraiser for um trump's and also what i've heard lately is under pressure to raise more money, like they're not. The Trump is not happy with how much money she's raised so far. So, but um, take that for what it's worth. But um, but yeah, I mean, like, like so, if that's you know, if you're serving the audience, that's what, and then also, 
you know, know this from everything. It's like if you're a sports fan or a music fan or anything like that, or entertainment fan or anything like that, white folks like cool black performers. You know, no doubt about you know, like sure. no doubt about it. There's no um, you know, you know who you know who's the biggest sports star this year? It's Michael Jordan. I mean, what a world we live in. But I mean, he's like he may be. The, I mean, and there's part of me that hates saying this. Um, he may be the. He probably is the biggest sports star in my lifetime, and the greatest. You know, the greatest of the best sports. So. But, but I would um, think him or Ali. Yeah, yeah, probably Ali. And, and what? But yeah, uh, it would be close. It would be close, and I can make the argument for Jordan. Because Jordan was more dominant in his sport than Ali was. Ali was more, you know, and Jordan was deliberately, um, Republicans by Nikes too, was deliberately non-political where Ali's real value was what he meant to the entire world. Absolutely. Well, Bruce, it's been a hell of a conversation. I've really enjoyed it. I want to give you a chance to plug anything uh, I mentioned earlier, but it's been a long time now. At Mitchell, PW Torch is the Twitter. And, of course, you write for the Torch. But uh, anything you want to talk about, floor is yours. I, I, you know, Jason, I really appreciate, um, and I hope, you know, I've, I've, like, thought that people didn't want to hear this from me or hear this from, and, and I, but I do think, like, we all need to, like, listen to each other. Um, Amen. And, all of us, you know, like we need to, and then really move on what we need to do, but listen to each other first and just see that human, we're all human. Um, but I didn't, I didn't know I'd get this chance and I really appreciate it. And I hope it doesn't, I hope the, 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 the consequences aren't too bad for it. Um, I, uh, did a podcast. Let's see. Oh, I did a podcast, Smoking Mountain, Mountain Wrestling podcast with Mike Mills last week. My friend um, Jay Z Flair, the Bojangles Chicken Champion, <laughs> um, and one of Conrad Thompson's buddies, like in, in, in that mix. I did a show with him, and he's hilarious. He's he's ridiculous. Um, he has figured out professional wrestling in that he he's gotten the Bojangles Chicken franchise to allow him to wear the Bojangles championship belt that he never defends. So he never takes <laughs> it on. He can't wrestle. He, he's, you know, he's in law enforcement, so he's in good shape, ball-headed, um, wears those ridiculous Johnny Fairplay suits, and um, can get people to give him money at the wrestling show, which is like, as I said, without taking a bump, without doing any training, without – and. Um, and it's hilarious. So it was, that was a fun show. Can I roll him up and pin him like it's a twenty four seven time? How does this work? Because it sounds like a pretty good gig. I think you. You know what? I. Um, yeah, he. Ne- no, he's never like said any of that. But but I think like you probably could. And if I grabbed his legs too and and helped with that, <laughs> uh, that would be. And, and you know, one of these guys is, that's an idiot doing this, and also on the other hand, like a really smart guy and, and does a lot for the community. So. Um, but yeah, so I did that one. I'm trying, yeah. And so, lots of stuff around, and then um, lots of Twitter stuff. Every time I think I'm not going to be appalled and do something, I, I end up doing more with it. But um, it's um, you know, just this is 
really volatile, scary time in so many different ways. It's like everything, all the cards on the table all at once in ways, in some ways we've had and kept hidden and in other ways. And I'm definitely of the, of the um, educated opinion that the big difference with um, what happened racially is technology, the, the cell phone of yeah. that this stuff has been going on my entire lifetime and before it, but it was a lot easier to cover up and to hide and to, um, and to, and to ignore. And now that was something that just couldn't be. So hopefully, you know, hopefully it means something positive in the end, but we've got a long way in a scary time. really enjoyed the discussion with Bruce, and whether you agree or disagree with her takes, I hope you found it thought-provoking. Join me for live coverage of WWE Backlash on Sunday night at ProWrestling.net and jump on that 50-cent membership sale while you still can. Many thanks to Bruce for joining me, and thank you all for listening. Stop back and join me again right here next week on The Boom. <laughs>